Welcome to Crazy Quilt, the game show where two makers dream up quilts together based on random wild cards we've chosen before the show. Every time we dream up a new quilt, we give ourselves a star and we play until we have five stars. There's no way to lose this game and we've already won just because we've shown up. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode of Crazy Quilt, I'll tell you more at the end of this episode. This week, I'm joined by Hannah. And Hannah, I'll let you introduce yourself to us, please. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how quilts fit into your life. Hi, I'm Hannah. I am a quilter and a quilter second and artist first. I have been making quilts for a handful of years, not very long, but I have been making weavings, knittings, collages, paintings, pretty much as far back as I can remember. I'm based in southeastern Massachusetts. I am in a studio here in a old mill building right on the river in Fall River. And if you hear a belt sender fire up, that's because part of my studio is a big old wood shop. So sometimes the guys walk down here and fire up the big machines. But hopefully that won't happen today. Um, I am I'm on Instagram at, at underscore hag time, like the witch, where you can see examples of my work. And I am also involved in a new project, which is Rag Fair Textiles, also on Instagram at Rag Fair Textiles, in which I am working on making bundles of reused fabrics. So upcycled textiles, thrifted materials, old sheets, stash, stash busting and bundling those into manageable curated bundles for folks that are maybe a little bit intimidated by going out and finding reused materials on their own so stay tuned i have not launched the shop yet but stay tuned that should be coming along soon and hannah i think that's beautiful because you know i love repurposed materials as well one of the things that i'm so excited about in this for this potentially first episode we'll see how this goes, folks yeah. we, if you're hearing this it means it means this goes well but hannah you have like you said you're a quilter first artist second and you have a wide variety of different media in your in your creative practice and your background so i I'm curious to see how all that's going to weave into our conversation in the next few minutes. So have you picked your wild card for us today? I have. Okay. So folks, Hannah's going to share her card. I'm going to share my card. We do not know what the other person has picked. Hannah, what have you got? So I picked the wild card, a quilt that finally solves the problem of blank. And what I have decided that we need to find a quilt that finally solves the problem of how to survive a trip over Niagara Falls. <laughs> okay. A trip over Niagara Falls. Okay, so, all right. So um, It's been tried always... in a barrel, hasn't been successful, rafts haven't done it, but I think a quilt can do it. My wheels are already spinning. And so that's funny because I picked a quilt inspired by a goldfish. Well, hey. <laughs> okay, so here we go. We are going to dream up different quilts that combine goldfish and getting us safely over Niagara Falls. I think it can be done. I think so too. So what would these quilts even look like? What kind of materials would we start with? So I think for a survival quilt, I think it has to be either really big and fluffy and something that would float. So something you could wrap yourself up in that would insulate you from such a journey or something that could be inflated or flown like a kite. So as you go over the falls, it comes up out of your jacket and you parasail away or so I think it has to be made of some sort of sturdy material 
if I could just pause you right there before going right. to a new idea. One thought that that triggers for me is that triggers in a good way is that I learned recently that milkweed fiber is has flow fl floating properties like it can float like old life vest used to be stuffed with milkweed fibers because they're so idea. buoyant. So maybe we would consider using milkweed fibers. Milkweed fibers. Right. So would we like bat it with milkweed fibers? Yeah. Okay. Does that um, sound like a star idea to you, Hannah? I think that sounds like a star idea. I think to that's me. a pretty good one. We got okay. one star, folks. We got one star. So, if we're stuffing it with milkweed fibers, that sounds more like a flotation device to me than like a like a parasail or inflatable vest or a raft or something like that. So, I think we're. I know that in back in the the crazy days, they used some folks tried to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel, which didn't go so well. But I'm wondering if some kind of cocoon made of floating material would do the trick. We got to get those goldfish in there. Yeah, oh, we're good. How <laughs> how how big do you think this cocoon would have to be to safely enshroud hmm. a human? You don't want it to be too big because you don't want to bounce around inside it. So. You know those videos you see of like the human-sized hamster wheels <laughs> yeah, or hamster yeah, yeah, yeah. balls? I think yeah. that's about the size of this quilt, but it's probably not see-through unless it has a goldfish bowl like window in it. Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to give you a star for throat bringing in the hamster wheel because that's the perfect, like I know exactly how big we need to make this quilt now. So it's going to be a ham human hamster wheel sized quilt ball stuffed with milkweed yep how do we make sure we can see out of it you said a window like a goldfish bowl shaped window mm. i don't know if that actually works i'm just thinking it's round you kind of get like a round porthole in it yeah we could have round portholes all the way around like a submarine mm -hmm. or something could like we? a submarine could this we have some orange sequins like Absolutely. on an evening dress? I'm, I'm just Absolutely. trying to pull in that goldfish. Yeah. I think, yeah, sequins and also, you know, goldfish have those beautiful sort of lacy, translucent, flowy tails and fins. So I think we need some like orange chiffon or some like white and orange chiffon. I'm thinking like Japanese prints with the big, beautiful goldfish on them. Yeah. Maybe streamers of fins of chiffon a, a star for chiffon and a star for sequins because this is really coming like i can see this you quilt in my mind it. now yeah. so i think what i'm stuck on right now is that it doesn't seem like a quilt so we've got like we've got some batting we've got a human hamster ball we've got chiffon and sequins um but i think we need to like how is it structurally a quilt Mm, like we need to bring in the piecing, the patchwork aspect. Something like that or something that like how the the batting is held in. So is it like, is it tied? Is it? Well, you know me. You know I love my hand ties. I know you love your hand ties. I mean, when you think about those human hamster balls, they do have those connecting channels between kind of like that inner layer mm -hmm. and the outer layer because they're all mm -hmm. clear. But yep. when you inflate them, they do have those kind of like connecting cords. I don't know how to call them. Yeah. But uh, those could be hmm. hand ties. Yes. And. Fishing line. 
fishing line. <laughs> fishing line would run the risk of cutting through whatever material we use. This is true. This is true. How about parachute cord? Parachute cord it is. Orange parachute cord. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, and what I would really like to see here is like my favorite kind of goldfish are the one with like the big googly side eyes. Yes. So can our human hamster ball quilt cocoon going over Niagara Falls have like two little sidecars on either side? Like maybe we could bring a couple of our smaller friends or something. Yes. Some kids. <laughs> Nothing like going over Niagara Falls with the children. <laughs> really. Yes, sidecars with the googly eyes that sounds good i kind of wanted to have like i'm really envisioning like the streamers of the chiffon being like a dorsal fin and the pectoral fins and like a tail out the back and then like the body of the goldfish is this big floating ball i can see that with like little portholes all around of course you might tumble over niagara falls but we'll leave that to well, just to make sure the streamers see their, you know, live up to their fullest potential, I think we need, before we go over Niagara Falls, a town parade, maybe, obviously. where, <laughs> obviously, where the, the quilt ball goes down Main Street, but it has to be going fast enough that the streamers stream behind it, right? Yes. So that has to happen, too. So we need to schedule yeah. that on the calendar like a week in yeah. advance. A week in advance. This is what's yeah. happening the amazing quilteroo is going to go over Niagara Falls. I think actually it probably wants a little bit of weight on the bottom side. So as it goes over, it, it like a little ballast so that mm. it stays upright. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So that would just be structurally. Well, as, we're, I think, yeah. as we're gathering our milkweed fibers, we can also just like pick up some like rocks and stuff. Yeah. You know, nothing like reusing. Repurposing. That's a lot of milkweed, but I like it. I like it better than like polyfill or. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I think one last problem we need to solve is how to keep this quilt from becoming waterlogged. Because that right. seems like if that would be problematic. <laughs> Get pretty soggy. So what if the outer material, so we've got it stuffed with milkweed, is like Gore-Tex or i mean that's this is getting expensive also I just, we but. got money <laughs> we got money for this but something i mean gore-tex is breathable i don't know that it needs to be breathable but some sort of like um the material you would use to make a life jacket or to make a raincoat something to sort of keep it from getting soggy so if it's like a i'm sort of picturing sort of in the pattern of the scales of the goldfish that you have the like the quilting through the material with the milkweed puffed in pulling down the side which both keeps it from getting wet and also keeps it from sinking maybe which sounds important to our mission does the goal (laughs) is to be alive on the end of this mission so (laughs) because we need another town parade down main street after it's all said and done after it's all said and done that i you need ticker and, tape and you and the children who have survived this <laughs> this trip over the cataract have you know get to yes so ticker tape parades both sides let's say i'm thinking i'm thinking like orange gore-tex with sequins and chiffon 
I think this is your outer material for the quilt. I mean, I think we've nailed it down, Hannah. Like, I this thing of... is so real, I can see it in my mind's <laughs> I, eye. I like it. I like it. And then, yeah, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else it needs. I'm not certain there is. It needs, like, big goldfish lips, but, like, that's just a, that's just part of the, just part of the surface decoration of the thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there All right. eventually. Yeah. So we need, like... 50 yards of orange cortex. <laughs> Got it. Check. And What's some, next? Some polypropylene, probably about mm, 40 bushels of milkweed fiber. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. a whole bunch of sequins, some orange silk chiffon. We're going to go silk because it's got to be like the properly flowy. That's right. Although I, That's right. I saw some in a shop the other day, so I know where to go get it. Oh. And I think about a hundred yards would do. A hundred yards would do. I think it was so, like yeah. twenty nine bucks a yard, so we're good. We got <laughs> it. We got, we got it. it. Yeah, I like it. And then just inside, the, and I get in and out of it, and I don't know what you do when you're inside it. If there's a seat or like <laughs> something you hang on to, or. I, th- I think we just sew ourselves into it. I think we stitch <laughs> ourselves into it. You get in there and you can't get out. You just stitch ever. yourself in. So then when you get over the falls, then someone has to come out and get you and like cut you out, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, seam ripper. Seam ripper. Maybe that's what you're like, emergency tool, like in case of emergency. Here's the seam ripper. <laughs> you, you pack it. You pack it into your, yeah. your your chest pocket or something, you know, yeah. on your way in. Like a, like a river knife. You've got your seam ripper. <laughs> I like it. Oh. Hannah, I, I you got one more it. thing for us? No, I think I, we've nailed it. I think we've more than nailed it. We need to get funding for this. We'll start yeah. drafting plans right now. There's this... permits. I think there's permits we'll have to pursue, uh, but like we'll overrated. Manage. We'll manage. It. <laughs> Hannah, this has been so much fun. Thanks for dreaming with me for a few minutes. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Did we get five stars? I don't think so. I think we only got to like three. I, th- I think there's stars in there somewhere. Uh, there's stars in there somewhere. I'm yeah. cool with it. <laughs> Y'all can give them to us. Y'all listening at home. Y'all gave us all those stars. Thank you very much. <laughs> Five stars for chiffon and sequins. Now, if you enjoyed that glimpse into another maker's creative thought process and would like to be on the show yourself, all you got to do is leave me a voicemail at the phone number that you see in the show notes below and answer the question you hear in the prompt. And as always, I sure would love your kind review on this podcast. Your review really is the number one best way for people to discover the magic and the craziness that's happening right here on Seamside.